Hi, I'm Brett Robinson. Welcome to the Redeeming Hope Podcast, where we share biblical truths that'll give you real hope. What is real hope? It's a hope that is relevant, energizing, authentic, and linked to Jesus. Good day, friends. Thanks for joining me. Today, I want to speak to you about the courage to live an extraordinary life. And we're going to read a story together from 2 Samuel 23, from verse 13 to 17, that tells us about an extraordinary act of bravery, and we'll base our talk out of this story. It reads from the Message Bible, One day during harvest, the three departed from the thirty and joined David at the cave of Adullam. A squad of Philistines had set up camp in the valley of Rephaim, while David was holed up in the cave. The Philistines had their base camp in Bethlehem. David had a sudden craving and said, Would I ever like a drink of water from the well at the gate of Bethlehem? So the three penetrated the Philistine lines, drew water from the well at the gate of Bethlehem and brought it back to David. But David wouldn't drink it. He poured it out as an offering to God, saying, There is no way, God, that I'll drink this. This isn't mere water. It's their lifeblood. They risked their very lives to bring it. So David refused to drink it. This is the sort of thing the three did. What would inspire such bravery, such courage, such an act of devotion? What would inspire these men to risk their lives, to pass through the Philistine defenses, to go to that well to draw the water that David had longed for? Well, to find out, we need to go back to 1 Samuel chapter 22. Here we get to see the backstory about when, many years previously, David had found himself on the run from Saul and took refuge in that same cave. And it reads in verse 1, David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. When his brothers and his father's household heard about it, they went down to him there. All those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around him, and he became their commander. About 400 men were with him. So these guys, the outcasts of society, those who had fallen on hard times, came to David. And David provided them with rest, safety, and a place of belonging. What started out as an escape of these people turned into a transformation though. And we see this in chapter 23. We see that under David's command, they've turned into a fighting force of 600 men strong that went and defeated the Philistines oppressing the town of Calah. In fact, they drove them out, captured their livestock, and liberated the people in that whole area. 
You know, we all go through tough times. Times of questioning, frustration, dissatisfaction, and discontent. But we can't stay there. There must be transformation. Just like these men came to David, they were the outcasts, the people who weren't making it. But David didn't leave them in that state. He took them with the leading of God from that place through a transformation that turned them into an army that was able to work together, to fight together, to liberate the people from the oppression of the Philistines. Do you know that you can go from being discontent in the world to being a discontent Christian in the church? And really, what's the point? You can go from being carnal in the world to being carnal and fleshly minded in the church. You see, it's not good enough just to move from one place to another. To exchange one friendship circle for another. We each have to choose life, truth and courage in order to rise above. You see, David just didn't give the people that came to him a place to hide. He gave them a chance to rebuild. He didn't just give them a place to hold their pity parties and wallow in their misery. He gave them a higher purpose. We also have to move from victimhood to victory, from misery to meaning, from being sour to finding significance in God. Do you know that the same sour lemon that wipes the smile off your face is what's used to produce refreshing, delicious lemonade? <laughs> you see, it's all about choice. You might say, yes, Brett, but it's not the same. To make the lemonade pleasant, you had to add sugar and water. And I would respond and say, exactly. There had to be a transformation. After that sugar and water is added, it's not the same anymore. It's not just lemon. Let's use this analogy. The sourness of life combined with the sweet presence of Jesus and the living water of his life will transform the sourness of your old life and change it into a testimony that is sweet and refreshing to all around you. That's amazing. That's what God can do for each and every one of us. He brings change and transformation and He turns those things that Satan intended to bring us down and to trap us and keep us in a place of hurt. And he transforms it into a place of victory and thanksgiving and a testimony to God. 1 John chapter 
5 verse 4 says, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. What is our faith? Well, it's what we believe. If you believe you're defeated, then you are. If, however, you believe that everyone born of God, as the scripture says, overcomes the world, and you believe that you are born of God, then against all odds, your faith will produce victory. And you will walk in an overcoming faith. And you will enjoy an overcoming life. Now I know that there's probably someone listening to me today who is saying, Yeah, but Brett, it's too late for me. Well, you know what? Mary thought it was too late for Lazarus too. In fact, Jesus arrived three days and nights after he died. But all it took was Jesus speaking three words, Lazarus, come forth to redeem what was lost. Jesus' own disciples thought it was too late. When he was sentenced to death, crucified and buried in a tomb. But three days later, Jesus rose again. You see, our whole faith is based upon God doing what man thought was impossible. Friend, I'd like to encourage you today and say, as long as there's breath in your lungs, there's hope. Because God is on the throne in heaven, there is hope. When we raise our hands to God in prayer, there's hope. Jesus is the light that shines in the darkness to bring hope to a lost, hurting and dying world. When the outcasts of society ran to David, they went through a transformation that produced a strong devotion because they were really thankful. Thankful to David, thankful to have found each other, and thankful to God. And I believe this transformation happened as they watched David seek God and call on his name in the tough and difficult circumstances of their lives. As this happened, they found a higher purpose, meaning something they could believe in and give their lives for. The transformation happened as they lived together, trained together, and went on to win battle after battle together. And as they did this, they found their courage. Friends, it's not all easy living the Christian life. It takes courage to live the faith life. Courage to get up when you're knocked down. Courage 
to step out of the boat onto the deep water in the middle of the storm. Courage to love your imperfect family, your imperfect spouse. Courage to forgive. Courage to walk in mercy. Courage to obey Jesus when you'd rather run away, turn away, go to sleep, drown your sorrows in a bottle. Courage to give when you don't have enough. Courage to pray, believing God will make a way. You see, it takes courage to live an extraordinary life. It takes courage to stand up for biblical family values. It takes courage to fight for your marriage. It takes courage to contend for the well-being of your children. It takes courage to pray and believe for the lost to be saved and the sick to be healed. And this encouragement comes to us from Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you, nor forsake you. This word was given to the Israelites when they were on the eve of of taking back the promised land when they were on the eve of facing many enemies what did God say to them be strong and of good courage how do we go from fear to faith from complacency and comfort to courage I believe the answer lies in taking action that moves you towards Jesus. Jesus said, come follow me. We have to move. We have to walk with Jesus. Allow him to lead us each day on a faith journey. We must choose to be obedient instead of obstinate. We have to choose to let go of the past and look to His Word to guide us. When those 400 odd men came to David, they were all going through tough, difficult times. But as they left those times behind them, they turned their back on those things and they came to David, a transformation began to take place. And for us to walk in the transformation of our faith journey with Jesus, we have to turn our back on those things that have tried to, that have tried to hold us back and hold us down, cause us to live in fear. We have to choose to let go of the past and look to Jesus. Look to His Word to guide us. 
How do we take action that moves us towards Jesus? We do it by filling our mouth with faithful words and then begin to move our feet. Move your heart, your eyes, your mouth as God instructs. Don't run from God. Run to God. He is faithful. It's not always easy. Many times our flesh and our mind pulls us in different directions. We have to choose to take God's word and put it in our mouth. We have to choose what we're going to think, what we're going to say, and choose faithful words. Choose to step out in obedience to God's word, despite how we feel. Choose to begin to walk in thanksgiving and praise. Choose to begin to say, I don't care what I see, how I feel, how bad the situation looks. God, I choose you. I choose your life. I place my hope in you. And I thank you, Lord, that you are faithful, that you hear my prayers, and that you will make a way for me even where there seems to be no way. Friends, as those Israelites did that, as they came to David and they went through that transformation, they went out and defeated the Philistine army. And as we go through this process of transformation with Jesus, and with courage we embrace His word, and we choose to step out in boldness, in obedience, by God's grace and in His strength, we too will experience the victory that He died and rose again from the grave to give us. Friends, I'd like to remind you that He loves you today. He knows exactly where you are and what you're going through. And just like David went through tough times, but he called on God and trusted God to answer him and to lead him and guide him. God will be faithful and just to hear your prayers and to respond to you as well as you call out on him. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thanks for tuning in. I pray that the message of God's word will build your faith and develop a hope that is so strong it's like an anchor for your soul. Go ahead and subscribe and why not share the message with a friend?